I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello. Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hurry into Mattress Firm's best Memorial Day sale ever. Get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin and save up to $500 on Sealy. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchases up to a $4.99 value. Or shop Tempur-Pedic, the most highly recommended bed in America, and save up to $500 on adjustable mattress sets in stock for immediate delivery. And get a $300 instant gift. Talk to a sleep expert today. Only a mattress firm. Restrictions apply. See store or mattressfirm.com for details. You can't get much for five bucks these days. Unless you go to Wendy's for a $5 biggie bag. Get your choice of double stack, junior bacon cheeseburger, or crispy chicken BLT. Plus, four-piece nugs, fries, and a drink. All for just five bucks. That was smooth, wasn't it? That's how you're going to feel when you get that biggie bag at Wendy's. U.S. price of participation may vary. Includes four-piece nuggets, small soft drink, and small fry. Prices may be higher in Alaska and Hawaii. Goldilocks Productions broadcasts universal cosmic frequencies that unlock, awaken, and expand the consciousness of our worldwide viewers and listeners. Goldilocks Productions presents the Live from Little Bear Sanctuary Show with Christopher Bain. Enjoy topics such as the vegan lifestyle, sanctuary media highlights, and spotlighting new rescues. Happy Friday, friends. Welcome to Live from Little Bear Sanctuary. I'm your host, Chris Vane. All right, guys. Uh, today, if you're watching live, it's Friday, April 23rd, 2021. Um, if you are watching on the Goldilocks Productions YouTube or the Little Bear Sanctuary Facebook, don't forget to sign in, subscribe, say hello, uh, tell us where you're watching from. Um, <clears throat> Uh, to, and uh, today is our, it's day 21 of our 21-day plant-based vegan challenge. So um, I hope everybody made it through the 21 days. I hope you guys all have, gave it a try. Uh, if you're already vegan, I know we, the, um, those of us who are already vegan, we're going to try to do like a, a really healthy whole foods, plant-based uh, 21 days, no oil, like really, really healthy. Um 
Uh, I love my junk food, so it was actually it was a little hard for me, but I I definitely got through it without using any oil. Um, you know, the sugar not so much. I need my my coffee creamer with my sugar, but um, you know, I did I did lay off the cakes and uh, and the cookies and all that kind of stuff. So um, yeah, it was it was. You know, I enjoyed it. I don't know about Randy. You know, he he also likes his goodies, but but we made it through. <laughs> anyway, uh, yesterday was Earth Day. Um, so uh, what I thought I would do today before I bring on my guest is I'm going to start an animal uh, counter. It's a, it's a worldwide animal slaughter counter. I'm going to start it right now. What it does, it's going to count the number of animals that are slaughtered from the time I press this button, which is now till the end of the show. And I just kind of want to give you guys an idea of um, within 50 minutes, um, the, the insane amount of animals that are slaughtered uh, uh, for human consumption. So uh, that's running right now. And I'm going to bring on my guest. Um, <clears throat> she is a, a culinary educator, food photographer, and, and she's actually an amazing chef, and I'm so excited to have her here today. Um, welcome to the studio, uh, Chef Diana Goldman. Hey, Diana. Hello. Hi. So welcome. good to see you. Thank you so much. It's so fun to meet you after yeah. following you on Instagram for years and years and getting such joy and pleasure out of seeing all of the work you're doing down in Florida. Uh, thank you. Thanks. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, so uh, what are we cooking today? So today, I'm up in Boston, yes. and our weather's starting to get warm, and I love, love, love to entertain, and I've doing been doing quite a bit of it out on my back porch, and I'm looking forward to doing lots more. And the thing I look for is recipes that work great for entertaining, and I like to make things that are, like, really fun Pick them up. Finger foods, super delicious for people, whether they're eating vegan, whole food, plant-based, they're meat eaters, they lie somewhere in between. I like to find recipes that are appealing to all palates, super delicious, health promoting. So that's what I had in mind. Also, you mentioned I'm a food photographer. I love to make foods that are really appealing to the eye because the first thing we do is we see the food and we decide whether it's going to be delicious and we want to try it. So I always want to make the food appealing for people. So on that note, I am making a mango guacamole and I'll show you how I put it together on a pretty platter. Okay. And I'm also making a chickpea salad, which um, is super filling, super protein rich. It's got a really good bite to it. A lot of umami flavors, which I'll talk about. And it also can be served on a baguette, it can be in a sandwich, it can be on endive spare. So again, I'm going to show you how I would plate that for guests. Awesome. Awesome. So tell everybody a little bit about your uh, journey to veganism. Okay. So um, I've always been a really enthusiastic cook. And probably I would say nine years ago, on any given day, I would be making chicken or some kind of steak or some kind of cheese platters. I loved my cheese. Someone once asked me, what's the one food you could never do without? And I said, absolutely cheese. Like me that too. is the one thing you too, me right? Too, cheese, yeah. <laughs> eggs, all of it. You know, yeah. I made really creamy dishes. The food tasted good, no doubt. And I did had no awareness about the impact the food that I was having was having on 
potentially health, potentially the environment, potentially other beings we share the planet with. So one random day, Chris, I watched um, a documentary called Earthlings. Yep. And um, it was really, really grueling to watch. I sort of watched it because I've always loved elephants. And a friend of mine said, if you love elephants, you got to see this. And I said, all right, one day I will. I put a note in my phone to watch it. And suddenly it was the day. It was hard to watch. It's about the ways that animals are exploited for the food industry, environmental industry, I mean, um, education, uh, food, uh, for entertainment and for clothing. And I watched it like in two minute increments. Watch a little go and do the laundry. Watch a little. You know, you've seen it. It took me a week to get through it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's really, really hard to get through it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. real. It's upsetting even to think about it now. Yeah. Yeah. And I made myself do it in one day. And when it was over, my husband could see that I was upset. And he said, so are you going to be vegan now? And I was like, vegan? I don't think I even really knew what it is. Yeah. And honestly, Chris, I had studied nutrition as an undergraduate, and my professor was T. Colin Campbell. So wow. even though, yeah, undergrad, cool. he taught me nutritional biochemistry. Even though I had studied nutrition, it was not on my radar at all, anything about eating a plant-based diet. So I said no. Meanwhile, I did Google something about do we need to eat animal products, and I ended up on a site of an animal rights professor who basically said, if we're doing something that causes suffering to others, then it's not right. And I was like, oh, like a switch flipped for me. If I'm eating animal products and it's hurting animals, it's just not right. So then meanwhile, I went out to dinner that night, coincidentally to a restaurant where the chef loves to get creative. And I said um, to the waitress, do you have anything that doesn't have any animal products in it? She said, you mean vegan? I said, yeah, I guess I mean vegan. She said, sure, the chef loves to do that and brought me the most gorgeous plate of food. I was like, oh, I can do this. And I never, ever, you know. As far as I know, I never ate an animal product again. And then I said, Amazing. I don't know how to, what do I do? I don't know how to um, cook this way. So I looked yeah. on Amazon for the most best-selling uh, vegan cookbooks. I bought them, and then I just decided I was going to try a new recipe every day for a year. Wow. By the end of it, it was like people were asking me to teach them to cook. People yeah. were asking me to cater for them. So it just sort of evolved. Wow. Mm-hmm. I love that. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. I know we both uh, um, got our plant-based uh, nutrition certification at Cornell, and yeah. um, I, uh, I I just recently finished it, and I was really amazed at um, how much I still didn't know, you know, yeah. like um, um, so that that to me was was fascinating. I always tell people, um, I always recommend it because uh, it was it was a great uh, it was a great six weeks. Yeah, it's an excellent six weeks. There's so much education. They're constantly improving that course, too. Yeah. So it's changed and evolved since I took it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's it's such a, so, so much to learn about um, sort of debunking the myths that we need to consume animal products to be healthy. Yeah. And, in fact, learning that eating a plant-based diet can – has the potential to minimize our risk for all sorts of diseases that we suffer from in this country. And even in some case, reverse it. So there's a, it's a, there's a lot of really eye opening information in that class. Truly. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, it was, it was for me personally, it was really good to just see kind of the science behind it. 
you know, you can, you can yeah. be 11, you know, 11 years vegan and I, and I still learn something new, which, which is what I love to do. Yeah. So. Is that what you are? 11 years vegan? 11 years now. Yeah. 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 Do you mind you? me asking what your journey has been? Oh yeah, not at all. Um, I had um, reunited with a friend from high school on Facebook and he was vegan, obviously. And um, he was showing all the animal slaughter pics. And I, um, there was a link to Mercy for Animals. And Mercy for Animals had a video um, called Meat Video. And it showed basically the life of every different animal on a factory farm. And the first one was pigs. And it, I think it took me, oh my God, it took me a couple hours just to watch that. I was so horrified because I had no idea. I really thought these animals were running around in a field in the grass and, and seeing them kept in those uh, gestation crates and just the horrible existence. I, I was completely like, it, it totally woke me up and I, and I never ate meat again. It was truly the life changing for me. So and, yeah, you know, and you can, I'll forever be grateful to him. Say that again. I said I'll be ever. I'll, I'm forever grateful to him for uh, reconnecting on Facebook. It just changed know, my life isn't forever. It funny, Truly. just like that one little yeah. connection in that one yeah. video, and look how it changed the course of your life. Oh my god! And you, <laughs> you are a vet veterinarian. Is that correct? A vet tech. A vet tech. Vet so nurse. Yeah, even being working in that industry, you still did not have the awareness of. Yeah, you know, as it was, uh, I was a realtor at the time. Strangely, mm-hmm. you know, I was been I was in human healthcare in New York for years and years and years. So, um, kind of burnt out, moved yeah. to Florida, became a realtor of all things, and uh, and it was during that real estate class. Um, I had been vegan for a few years, and. Um, we were taking a course on following your passion. <laughs> and that's when I had the light bulb moment to open a sanctuary. Yeah. Oh my God. But then I became a vet tech too, because I knew I was going to open this. God bless you. I was, I was, uh, I became a vet tech because I knew I was going to open a sanctuary. Yeah. But yeah, I was the only vegan. So that was even like, there were no yes. vegans in the veterinary industry. I, I never met a single, yeah. single vegan. It's so interesting. Yeah, yeah there's it's, a lot it's, of cognitive dissonance in all areas oh of our life. And it takes a lot to sort of like open up your eyes and then make such a drastic change and really to step away from what society is doing. It takes yeah. a lot of courage, but the rewards yeah. are plentiful, as we both know. Um, all right. Well, I love talking to you. I will get cooking. Sounds good. Um, I'm going to start. I have up my laptop here. Um, with the recipe to the side. So if I look over to the side, it's because I'm looking at the recipe. So the first thing I'm going to do is make this chickpea salad. And I'm just using an ordinary can of beans. Um, Certainly um, you can make this with your own beans. I oftentimes cook a whole bunch of beans in an instant pot pressure cooker, and then I'm good to go. I keep them in the fridge or the freezer. But I have a 15-ounce can of beans that I'm just going to drain now. And... um, One thing I love um, about beans, basically, is they're really protein-rich. People ask us when we go um, vegan, where do we get our protein from? (laughs) All the time. (laughs) All the time. Beans are an excellent source of protein, and they're also really nice and filling because people can't imagine when you leave, eat, eat, you know, you 
drop chicken and meat and that kind of thing from your diet, how you're going to feel full from them. I've just put them in a bowl. Um, and I'm using this. I'm just going to mash the chickpeas That's while right. I talk to you. Sure. People can't imagine how um, you could feel full and satisfied. And one of the ways to feel full and satisfied when eating a plant-based diet is really load up on whole grains and beans and um, add umami flavors um, to yeah. your to your foods, which I'll talk about in just a minute. So I'm going to mash these beans so that they aren't like a hummus. So I'm not making a puree, but yep. also so that I don't really see any whole um, pieces of chickpeas anymore. And basically, I also do this for like a tuna, quote unquote, salad. I'm looking for kind of the consistency of what a tuna would look like. So I just got it. And I'm going to turn this down when I talk so that you can see what I'm up to. So that was 15 ounces of chickpeas. And if you want this recipe, my website is Beantown Kitchen. And this recipe is available on my website, Beantown Kitchen. It is called um, Chickpea Salad with Grapes and Walnuts. Okay. So in this bowl here, I have some um, vegan mayo. Now, I know you said you just got off a 21-day whole food plant-based <laughs> Totally yes. awesome. Um, so for anyone that doesn't know, whole food plant-based is basically eating um, foods close to how they're grown in the ground, so minimally processed foods and yep. avoiding like processed oils, which I actually do the majority of the time. A lot of the reasons, I'm just going to turn this up so you can see me. Yeah, sure. A lot <laughs> of the reasons that I don't add oils to my food, not only is there some question that they might um, be associated with um, or removing them from a diet, um, maybe associated with reducing our risk for heart disease, but also oil has 125 calories in a tablespoon and easily as a chef, I can go glug, 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 and I've got two tablespoons in this and I'm making a saute and another three. <laughs> By the time you have six tablespoons in one dish, that's like 125, 250, 750 calories just from the oil and you're not getting a whole lot of nutrition in it. So I'm like, yeah. I can add flavor and texture to my foods without it. But having said that, this dish I do use mayo, not often, but I really like it in this dish. So I'm just going to okay. turn this down. Um, to that mayo, I'm adding one table, tablespoon of miso paste. Here's my miso. There's all sorts of different brands of miso that you can buy. Miso is basically a fermented bean of some kind. This one um, is a um, fermented soybean. That's what it's made from. So I'm just going to add that. And um, miso is amazing for adding umami flavors. Umami are, is that sort of savoriness that we get from chicken and meat. It comes from the amino acid glutamate. Um, so while I'm talking, I'm just going to add one tablespoon of um, balsamic vinegar. Oops, I have a white balsamic here, which I'm putting in. Um, that's going to go in. And then I'm going to add a teaspoon of agave nectar. So this has got a little bit of sweetness, a little bit of um, sour flavors, a little bit of umami, which I'll just come back to in a minute, a quarter teaspoon of salt, and a quarter teaspoon of black pepper. And then I'm just going to mix that together. And this is like the dressing, the mayo dressing that I'm putting onto the chickpeas. Did you just so buy like a commercial vegan mayo? I did buy a commercial okay. vegan mayo. You can also make a mayo from um, chickpeas. If you want it to be a whole food plant-based one, you can make yep. it with some chickpeas and some um, balsamic, I mean, some um, apple cider vinegar. 
Um, also some miso, maybe some garlic. There's a variety of recipes you can find for a whole food plant-based mayo. Okay, so I've given that a good stir. And then I'm just going to pour that over the chickpeas. And then I'm going to mix that. So this is going over. Ignore the mango on the cutting board. That's for the next recipe. <laughs> Ignore the mango. <laughs> Ignore the mango. All right. So here I'm just giving this a stir. So my dressing is now on the chickpeas. And I'm going to set that aside. And I'll talk to you this way. Okay. So back to the um, umami flavors. Umami comes from the glutamate um, in lots of foods. It's an amino acid. It gives like the savory, satisfying, it's a Japanese word, I think that means delicious, flavor to foods, fermented foods. So in the plant-based world, we get it from things like tomato paste, soy sauce, um, fermented foods like miso and sauerkrauts and kimchi and um, I said mushrooms. Um, I'll think of more, but... Um, I add those to foods to give it that sort of like deep flavor that we flavor, um, yeah, sure. that we're trying to get. Okay, sure. so now I'm going to add a third of a cup of walnuts to this. Um, I've got them measured here, and I'm just going to turn this down, and I'll just chop them. Um, so this dish, um, I like to uh, think about dishes that I have loved in the past and try to veganize them. So this is actually like an old recipe veganized from the 1980s. I used to work in Washington, D.C. Um, in a like gourmet food shop. It was like a really crappy job. My job was like to be in the back and I was boiling chicken all day and it wasn't yeah, air conditioned and it was the summertime in D.C. And oh my gosh, it was so yeah. horrible. Sounds like fun. But not fun, but the chef was amazing. I learned such amazing techniques from him. So I really enjoyed working with him. Yeah. And um, I'm just going to add these walnuts to the um, chickpea. And one of the dishes that I made, another thing that's going in is a third a cup of um, chopped celery, which I have chopped already. That's going in. And then um, so two thirds of a cup grapes, which I have measured already. And I'm just going to like, if they're really large, just cut them in half or you can um, just cut or, or cut them in quarters or you can just cut them in half. I'm just going to give them a rough chop. Sure. Um, just think about what size you want. So anyway, yeah. I was working in this, um, this kind of gourmet food shop and what, the really hot dish was this chicken grape salad with walnuts and tarragon like I'm making now. So I always used to make that, and I was like, oh, I think I'm going to veganize that. Let me figure out a way to get, like, the mayo flavors, that umami flavor, and what can I replace the chicken with? And I was like, I'll replace it with chicken. I mean, with chickpeas. Chickpeas. So um, this dish um, we really like. In fact, my husband and my daughter are here, and they're waiting until I finish making it. Oh, have- nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, they really like the dish, so... Um, I know your hubby is a, a, a triathlete. He is. He is. Yeah. All right. I'll tell you about him. So these grapes are done, and I'm just going to put them in the salad, and I'll tell you about my husband. Okay. All right. So people ask me, is the rest of my family vegan? So I went vegan, as I said, like seven, almost eight years ago, and 
I just kind of carried on cooking everything I was cooking for my family, like eating my vegan food and cooking for them. I had been like the main cook in the house and I enjoyed doing it. And I was like, if mom, like, first of all, mom went off the deep end because suddenly I'm like, you know, what happened to her? She's completely changed her diet one day. And I also like, didn't want to battle my family with, for food. Like I have my ethics, but I didn't want it, it to interfere with my relationship with my family. So I kept cooking for them. So meanwhile, over time, my house is totally vegan, by the way. And when people so psyched to eat all my food. So, but my husband later announced he was vegan. Oh my God, that's awesome. And I asked him a few years later, like, why'd you go vegan? He said, well, you did the research and you had really strong convictions about it. So I figured it was the right thing to do, which was like really lucky and easy. Doesn't get better than that. I know, right? Oh yeah, gosh, that's amazing. Yeah, I know. I'm really lucky, and so he, um, I, um, while I'm talking, I'm just going to. Um, I have a red onion here, and the quantity I need is two tablespoons. I'm just going to be cutting this while I'm talking, sure. um, and um, so he uh, is a really big athlete, um, bike racer, runner. Um, like really actually a, a excellent athlete. Like it seems like whatever he does, he does really well at it. Um, but I have to say once he went vegan, like suddenly the guy's like up on the podium winning things. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like he says he attributes the fact that his performance got so much better that he could train harder and recover faster. Recover faster. Yeah. 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 The, um, yeah. Great documentary on that. The Game Changers, right? Yeah. The Game Changers is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Did you watch it? I did. It was amazing. I think it's, I mean, uh, it's really changed a lot of it. That was really, I think, it really helped a lot of guys, you know, connect more with plant based vegan, you know, lifestyle. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, because. Somehow, not sure why, we associate um, eating meat with being big and strong yep. and masculine. And, and masculine. Yeah. I know. Yeah, crazy, right? So crazy. Yeah. 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 Um, so, by the way, I'm just chopping my onions in this handy-dandy thing. Oh, fancy. <laughs> I love my gadgets. We usually do I gadgets have. on the show. So. Yeah, the gadgets are so amazing. So look at that. I have these tiny oh, little very cool. pieces, which are just so, so perfect. I just love it. I am not actually a huge gadget girl, by the way. Oh, no? <laughs> no, I'm kind of like a knife and a cutting board, and I'm good. But I have okay. to say, this is really amazing. And every time I use it, I'm so happy. So I'm just measuring two tablespoons for going into this. Um, and... While I'm at it, I always like to chop a bunch of them because if it's getting dirty, like why not have a bunch of little chopped onions in my fridge? I always use them, throw them on yeah. salads, use them in store fries. So, um, so that's everything. I'm just going to turn it down and I'm going to give this a stir. And that's my salad there, the chickpeas, wow. the grapes, the walnuts. And then, um, yeah, I, that, that documentary, um, The Game Changers, is so great. I think I've watched it twice now. Yeah, me too. Was, yeah, I always yeah. I always tell everybody to watch it. It's it's and it's great because it's, uh, you know, there's no animal, you know, slaughter or anything. So it's a great, you know, it's great yeah. for everybody to watch. You know, yeah. that's so true. 
Yeah. Okay, while we're talking, I'm just going to grab um, this. Beautiful kitchen, by the way. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, Love that refrigerator. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's nice and big, but no matter how big, big it is, it still not doesn't seem big enough. All right. <laughs> Why is that? So here's my platter, which I got started. And now what I'm going to do is take this chickpea and I'm going to put load it up in some endive spares like this. Okay. Yep. And then I can just set them inside here. And then I've got some green ones. I've got some red ones. And they're really nice for people to sort of pick up. But I also have some bread on here. And I'm going to put the chickpea in the middle. Um, oops. Let's set that there. I'm going to put the chickpea in the middle for anyone that wants to come along. Like when I say anyone, it's not like I'm hosting people <laughs> now, but I'm imagining how the whole sure. scene, how this would be eaten when yeah. I have my friends over soon. By the way, as soon as um, things open up here and a lot of people I know are starting to get vaccinated, yeah. I'm getting a tent in my backyard. I am getting <laughs> a dance floor. I am playing the happiest music and I am wow. going to do everything I know and I can't Very wait. Nice. Can I come? <laughs> I want you to come. That would be so great. Yeah. I would want to do it like as a fundraiser for you guys if I was oh, down. Oh, really? Oh my God. Thank you so yeah, that much. Would, wait, why don't oh, I can wow. even do it here as a fundraiser? Awesome. We figure out how I could do that. That would be great. Yeah. Like, so, okay. So people who are watching that don't know about Little Bear Sanctuary, tell <laughs> us. Oh gosh, <laughs> uh, Little Bear Sanctuary. Gosh, it, we're a non. I know it's named after your mother. Yeah, it's named after my mom. Her name was Ursula, and Ursula in Latin is Little Bear. And um, she passed away in 2016, so we uh, named it in our memory. Uh, we opened our doors in 2017, and um, gosh, we are now home to 173. Uh, rescued farm animals, and and of course, you know, we rescue animals from um, from abuse and neglect, and we give them a permanent home here at the sanctuary. So um, we've got some mamas, some mama pigs with babies running around now. So it's just been unbelievable. Yeah, it's, uh, we grew very quickly. You know, the dream, the passion. It just, it just, you know, once I made that decision, the doors opened, everything fell into place. Um, you are doing such amazing work. Thanks. Thank you. It's so incredible. Thanks. So yeah, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm happy to be, I'm blessed to be doing what I do. So you yeah. feel that way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Do you, um, 163 animals, do you feel like you know <laughs> and connect with them? Absolutely. Every single really? one. Every, Every single, single one. one. Yes. You can tell each one apart. Yeah, they all have names. Yeah. 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 I run around in the morning saying hello to everybody, especially the piggies. They're really fun. Okay. So, so like, I can imagine you would know. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. So it's like I, I walk out the front door. We have some, I call them the house pigs, but there's like 23 of them now <laughs> that are like right outside the front door. Oh, um, my God. And they run around all, all morning and some goats too. And and I just go out. I'm like, hey, good morning, Willie. Good morning, Sadie. Good morning. And they all go, ur, 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 ur. you know, they say good morning back. I'm starting to understand pig language too. So it's been, really like it's what kind interesting. of do they say besides? Um, yeah, you know, they have, they have a specific name for me. You know, it's that same, they all have this 
grunt when they see me. That's very different from when they meet other people. So I have to assume that's my name in pig. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And oh uh, yeah, you know, they, it's, it's all about the eyes, you know, you connecting with the eyes and watching the head mannerisms and it's, it's, it's pretty amazing. They're, uh, they're amazing. Oh, I'm going to say good afternoon to a whole, but there's a bunch of, a whole lot of people watching. Good morning, everybody. Good afternoon, everybody. Hey, Elizabeth, how are you? Hi, Wilma. Who, did I miss anybody? Elaine. Hey, Elaine, how are you? Uh, Marie, Gloria. Hey, Gloria, how's it going? Ruth, thanks for, hey, Ruth, how's it <laughs> Ruth. Oh, we got a lot of people here. Kim, what's going on, Kim? All right, I think I got everybody. Uh, Little Bear Sanctuary, we have some questions. Little Bear Sanctuary is in uh, Punta Gorda, Florida. Somebody was asking that question. I tried to visit you once. Yes, you did. You remember that? I was like this random person that's like, hey, I'm down here. I want to come. I know. But I like, I think I I contacted you via Instagram that morning or something. And I then I was heading to the airport. I think something. Yeah. Yeah. Next Um, time. So, this is on its way, this platter. Wow. And I have not finished it yet. Yeah. Um, I'm going to fill Gorgeous. in gaps with all sorts of things, but it kind of gives you an idea. And for anyone that wants to see the finished product, I will photograph it and put it on my Instagram account, which is Beantown awesome. Kitchen. Yeah. I have a lot of fun taking food pictures. You, you so take some amazing food photography pictures. I'm so bad with it. <laughs> I, that's definitely a, a talent. Thank you, Chris. I mean, it really is. I, I remember actually, the. Go ahead. Sorry, <laughs> I was going to tell everybody. I um, I the first recipe I ever made of yours was the um, chocolate mousse made with tofu, oh, and yeah. I still make that today. It's so easy to do, and it tastes absolutely incredible. Thank you. Yeah, that is such yeah. a great recipe. Um, for everybody, it's yeah. like dairy free, but no one would believe that there's no not any cream in it, ever. and um. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a, I'm, I'm so glad you're enjoying it. We love that yeah. one too. And it also yeah. looks really pretty decorated with raspberries and stuff. It I does. remember when you made yeah. that. Awesome. Yeah. So I'm going to set this aside. Okay. And, um, and um, again, if anyone wants to see it, it's going to be on my Instagram account. And I'll put a link also so that you can find the recipe via the link in my bio and Instagram. And now Great. we're going to move on to the, um, on to it the guacamole so um i have a question for you about your sanctuary okay about the animals sure so the pigs i can understand knowing one from the other because they're so large in their skin and their face and everything but how about do you have any um kind of birds there any chickens Um, we have a few chickens uh not too many couple ducks um so you know maybe like nine chickens so they're easy to tell apart because they're a couple, they different, are? a couple different varieties so yeah oh yeah yeah um, we don't have like 50 of them running around because yeah but we do have 25 sheep and uh that are not all named i just call them the collective <laughs> um, and a lot of them look very identical but i've yeah. at this point i can see the subtle differences so oh that's so sweet yeah it's it's it's, a, it's, a, it's been interesting I'm moving on to making the guacamole now in the recipe takes two um, avocados and the trick with this guacamole is I like to keep it kind of chunky so it's not like a puree 
Um, it's my preference. Like I know you can get guacamole sometimes made in the store, like in the little package and it's to me too pureed. So yeah. I just diced this. I'll show you how I do the next one. And I'm going to use a spoon to get the dice out and it's going to go into this bowl I have right here. Um, and the dice is pretty large. Again, I'll show you. So I'm dicing it like this, making scores in it. Yep. And, um, the pretty large. Oops. Yeah, yeah. And, um, then I'm going to um, again put it in the bowl. Um, and even though my guac, my avocado trunks are pretty big, um, there as I mix the guacamole, it's going to get smaller. And I can always put a knife in, and I can um, make the chunks even smaller if I want to. So again, I'm dicing this. So. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think about this party idea that I have. Uh -huh. Yeah, it sounds. I'm excited. Uh, I'll, I'll, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah maybe, I can, maybe I can get myself up there. I know. Yeah, it's that fun. would be really fun. Yeah. Um, okay, so that was one. Did I just do two avocados? Yeah, I must have just done two avocados. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you. For keeping I'll be track. your sous chef. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. And then um, I add a half a cup of mango. Um, so I'm just going to turn this down and I'll show you what this looks like. So, um, the mango, I turn it on its side when I cut a mango and I slice along the edge, like where I imagine the um, pit is. Mm -hmm. And then, um, I'm actually not, I'm going to peel it and then I'm going to dice this a little bit on the smaller side. So this gets peeled, um, now you did the um, you did the Ruby cooking school, right? The plant based. Uh... Yeah, I did. I did the Ruby plant based cooking school. Yeah. Um, I, I started that, but I. I oh yeah. I what happened? Two time consuming. Time, time, yeah. Time, I know, I know. It's yeah. really time consuming, and now I'm there doing. Um, so anyone that doesn't know, Ruby is an online cooking school, and they have a yep. really good plant based professional program. Um, and um, it's time consuming and there's a lot of equipment that you pick up and stuff, but it's really, really educational. And for people who follow a whole food plants based diet, they have a unit on no oil cooking, which is pretty educational. Yeah. What I'm doing now, Chris, is um, Matthew Kenny's program. Do you know who he is? No, I don't. Okay. So he has lots of really, really amazing plant based restaurants so he, up here in, in New England, there's one called Plant City, which is a whole bunch of his like pizza restaurant, his Mexican restaurant, his burger restaurant. It's all under one roof and it's pretty amazing. Oh, I've wow. eaten his restaurants like all over the U.S. What's, and what's his name again? Matthew Kenny. Matthew Kenny? Yeah. So also on my Instagram, I interviewed him a couple months ago. If you scroll down, you'll see a picture of him. Oh, I, 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 I did see that. I did. You yes. saw that? Yes. Thank you. Thank you for keeping up to date with my Instagram. I did. <laughs> so um, I'm just going to put a half a cup of um, mango into this guacamole. Here it goes. Um, and I diced that pretty small. Um, and so he's amazing. I mean, he's just like... Um, He's such a visionary when it comes to plant-based foods. And um, and um, I'm just going to put in a quarter cup of yellow onion. But, you know, oh, let's see. Quarter cup of yellow onion. Okay. 
I don't care that I have some red left over here. It doesn't matter yeah. if it's red or it's yellow and it goes. In fact, okay. this is going to be a rainbow guacamole. There you go. <laughs> there you go. And um, yeah, so Matthew Kenny has this um, program called the Food Future Institute. And you practically have to mortgage your house to get the ingredients for this glass. It's nice. like wow. crazy. Um, yeah. It's, uh, but um, the technique is incredible, but it's like raw cooking. Like yesterday I made a, um, my own um, coconut yogurt in my dehydrator. So it's not wow. like everyday kind of cooking, but it's like, it's pretty amazing. Um, wow. So I put the onion in. I already have two tablespoons of diced jalapeno pepper, which is going in. Um, I just want to show you how I dice a jalapeno pepper. Uh, I'll just turn this down. I like to cut just along the edge and just avoid the seeds altogether. So no seeds here, here. Mm -hmm. And then I turn it and I get another cut along the edge and then another and another. Those seeds are super hot. Yeah. And that way I've completely avoided the seeds and I don't have to like peel them out. And then I dice it small um, just by making some nice long slices here. Mm -hmm. And then turn it. And I can make some really nice little cuts of jalapeno. So that's how I do it to avoid those seeds. You could add the seeds, but it would make it fiery hot. This just makes it a little bit spicy and it gives a nice flavor. So the next thing that's going into this is just um, some lime. Uh, and um, I'm just going to squeeze the lime in. Guacamole. Here it goes. One. That is another gadget. Come on. You said you didn't like it. I know. I know. Do you have a squeezer? I don't. <laughs> oh, how do you get your lime and your lemon juice out? Uh, well, actually, I have this. It's uh, it's this tiny little electric one, you know, where the top spins. Oh yeah. You know, and you press down, but yeah. And then I gotta clean it, and it's it's just. Yeah. I know it's like. So usually, I'll end up just squeezing everything. it with my hand. I know. Sometimes in the end, that's like the easiest thing to do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just gonna show you where I am. All right. Let's see. Clean up this up so it looks nice for you. Okay, and then. I have six tablespoons of diced tomato. Um, and I had de-seeded them and diced them small. And then I'm going to add some salt, uh, a teaspoon of salt, and a half a teaspoon of Tabasco is optional, and a quarter teaspoon of cumin. I'm just going to put a little Tabasco in. Give it a little bit of nice flavor. And then I love the cumin. Cumin, that's another one that gives an umami, that depth of flavor. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Do you like cumin? I do. I love it. Me too. I love it. Okay. Yeah. So, and then optionally, you could add cilantro. Some people like cilantro and some people don't. So talk about a rainbow. So like we talk about eating from the rainbow because all of those colors, can, the pigments contain all sorts of like healthy phytonutrients and antioxidants and like I, I just love the way so I'm chopping up the pieces a little bit smaller as I mix this you can also get a knife in and cut the pieces a little smaller but better to start big and then go smaller than create just a puree so I'm giving this a little dice 
and it's like so, so colorful and so yummy. And it's just like a slightly interesting take on guacamole, which we all pretty much know how to make, but it's just got a little more color and then it's got the sweet and the sour flavors. And as I said, it's got the depth of flavor from the cumin and you can always add um, some, um, some cilantro. Okay, so that's good. And I'm just gonna show you my platter for that one. Um, let me clean this off first. So I have a platter here, let's see, that I would serve this with. And um, let me get the spoon is here. I'm going to just spoon the guacamole into the center. And on the platter, I have some cucumbers. I like to cut cucumbers in rounds, and then people can just pick one up and just dip their way into the guacamole. I have some crackers. Of course, you could have some tortilla chips, too. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you don't always have to have tortilla chips. And again, you guys are coming off that whole food plant-based challenge. So yeah. <laughs> I'm just kind of showing you that there's some alternatives to have with um, the guacamole that are like super healthy and nutritious that yeah. aren't necessary tortilla chips. Not that I mind a tortilla chip from time to time. Who um, doesn't like a tortilla chip? Who, who doesn't like a tortilla chip? <laughs> exactly. So I might throw a little, some some different pepper, maybe some jalapeno on there so people get the idea there's jalapeno in there. Add a little color. I diced a mango. Um, I just scored it and then yep. turned it like that, which is Not kind of nice. pretty. Um, I would put some cilantro on and then I might fill the gaps in with some other things. And um, these crackers are um, Mary's Gone Crackers. I think oh, they're yeah, yeah, yeah. based. You know them? They? They're so amazing. Are they? And I'm not just saying that because they hire me <laughs> to create content for them. This isn't sponsored. But yeah. I have a lot of them still, and I they're really, them. really good. I think they're totally whole food, plant based. I'm okay. definitely vegan. Yeah. So Where do you get um, them at Whole Foods? Are they at the, like Whole Foods and online? Yeah, we, yeah. I get them at Whole Foods. Yeah. Do you have a Whole Foods nearby? Uh, it's about fifty minutes away. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's nearby for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a drive exactly. Yeah. So that is um, how I do the guacamole. Awesome. And um, yeah, I'm thinking like what, what I've got some more carrots here. So I'll just show you how I would do this. Like I'm thinking like I have a little space right here. I'm going to take some carrots. I'm going to fill that in. Oh, it's nice to have a little bit of the orange color popped in there. Um, and I might be thinking to myself, oh, I'd like a little bit more red over here. So I'll pop wow, some tomatoes in there. Um Let's see what I have. Do I have the little tomatoes? Um, little tomatoes, where are you? That's okay. Like, put I put another tomato there. Wow. And um, I'm just kind of trying to create, like, something super appealing, lots of color, lots of texture, lots of options. And you can imagine someone would come up, grab a carrot, dip it. Someone might just want a cucumber. So, yeah. So, that's um, yeah. Wow. so, that's, that's what cool. I do. That's what I do. So uh, let's talk about uh, some vegan stuff for a little bit. Let's Still have do time it. to talk? Yeah, I have time to talk. Good. Good. Yeah. Um, 
I, I love, you have a section on your website um, that's sort of dedicated to nutrition and health. And, uh, and I think it really, um, it really sums up um, the Cornell University program. Like it's, it's pretty amazing. Um, I actually, um, I added your website to the Little Bear Sanctuary uh, 21 day challenge page, which we're going to keep up. So um, if anybody wants to visit your website, we also have it on the littlebearsanctuary.org website. Um, and I know we talked about protein earlier and it's, uh, protein is always like the biggest, like everybody is so concerned about protein and, um, I've, I've learned to sort of turn it around and ask people how much protein do they think they need in a day? And, um, we actually don't really need as much protein as everybody thinks we need. So true. Yeah. So true. Um, in fact, eating more protein that we need may be detrimental yeah. to our bodies. To our bodies, kidneys especially. Yeah. It's really hard on the kidneys, yeah. yeah. Um, um, <clears throat> I know you said you watched Cowspiracy. I did watch Cowspiracy. No, what did you think of that? Really upsetting to think about the impact that animal agriculture has on the planet. And... Yeah. Um, like I would say like the great takeaway from watching that documentary is it's all quite overwhelming when we think about the state of the world when it comes to our food system and the impact it has on the Amazon rainforest and, you know, deforestation and dead zones in the water and contaminated water and like species extinction, like, right. It's so yeah, overwhelming, yeah. but really? The single most thing, impactful thing, or one of the single most impactful things we as individuals can do is eat a plant-based diet. Yeah. So every day, three times a day, we actually can have an impact on the planet. So it's actually overwhelming and you could feel despair on the one hand. On the other hand, you feel like you have some agency and you it feels hopeful to think that there's something you can do and contribute to the solution. Do you yeah. feel that? Yeah, for sure. You know, it's funny. The the one thing I remember about Cowspiracy that was my biggest like wake up was, you know, because everybody talks about transportation, how it's polluting the earth. And, um, you know, everybody thinks, oh, my God, it's the airplanes and it's the cars and we burn so much yeah. gas. But um, uh, there it's. Um, the livestock sector generates more greenhouse gas than transportation combined at like, you know, a hundred times more. It's just insane. And no one ever talks about that, you know, know. like the environmentalists, the, even, you know, we celebrate earth day once a year yesterday and, you know, veganism, uh, unless you're vegan, isn't really talked about, you know, right. I watched so many shows yesterday and nobody talked about, you know, stop eating animals, go vegan, you know, save the planet. It's all, you know, recycling. They talk about recycling and they talk about turning off your electricity. Driving Right. I'm just blown away that um, it's not talked about still today. I'm so with you. I'm so with you. Um, So, you know, I went, I mean, a couple of things. I I was at an environmental fundraiser. Um, for an environmental organization. 
And I happened to be standing next to the executive director of the organization at the precise moment that a waitress came by with a platter full of um, filet of beef on top of a um, crostini. And I was like, "Mm, doesn't. And I actually asked him, I said, given the impact that the animal agriculture has on the environment, what do you think about serving meat? at an event like this. And his response was, people are paying good money to be here and they want the food to be nice. And at that moment, I was like, there is such an opportunity to change the the outlook, the impression of what plant-based food is. And that's a lot of the reason why I'm really into food photography and teaching cooking classes and feeding people. But you know, that was like three or four years ago. I think things are changing. Certainly among young people, like people are using the word like cool and trendy now. Right. It's becoming, and they're also really into sustainability. Yes. So I feel really hopeful in that area. Yeah. I'm hopeful too. Um, I I wish uh, it's too bad. The animal uh, industry has got such a stronghold uh, in this country. And I know. It's, and it's like really we don't really stand a chance to impact the USDA, for instance. Uh, Things need to happen at the local level, Chris. And that's uh, why I have such admiration for the work that you do. Uh, because at in your community and the larger community and yeah. now through the world, because people can see the work you're doing, yeah. you can offer a different solution. Yeah. You can show that these animals are beings. And they represent billions of other animals that are in confinement and suffering. Yeah. Every one of the, you know, that you are taking care of, you, yeah. it's, it's amazing work you do. And I think that that's what we have to do is work at the local level. We do. Um, especially where I am. I mean, light. And you and Randy are such lights. Like every time oh, you turn up on my Instagram feed, it's like, ah. Oh, it's like a breath of fresh air. Oh, thank you. Because Thanks. it's painful to yeah. see the other side of it. So, yeah, yeah I, I, I really admire you for changing the course of your life. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah. Um, it was meant to be, you know. It just, uh, it, it, you know, just, you know, it's... You know, people say, you know, if if you had to do it all over again, would you do anything different? You know, people always ask me that question on interviews and, and I don't think I would change anything. You know, it took me, you know, it took that, that day in that real estate course, you know, that to, for that light bulb moment to happen. And I don't think it would have happened any other way, um, not having the experiences I had. So, um, yeah, yeah, Yeah. um, Yeah, everything came together for you. Yeah, just yeah. to be that right moment to say I'm stepping out here of the yeah. matrix and doing something so different. <laughs> oh gosh, ain't that the truth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's funny, you know, in the beginning, <laughs> I always, I always talk to people about, you know, the the uh, the different stages of veganism. You know, when you first go vegan, <laughs> you want to tell all your friends, and you're so excited, and you know the health benefits, and 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 you get just the opposite reaction, you know, you're met by like hostility and, yeah. and people just, you know, don't want to listen or um, so, you know, you go for, I, I used to 
you know, somebody called me the vegan police once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, I, yeah, I'm not the vegan police. I got to stop doing that. So, you know, yeah, I yeah. decided at that point to just, you know, show the positive. Here's what I eat. Here are the animals I save. You know, this is what I do. Uh, I'm still alive 11 years later, no protein deficiency. I'm not, you know. Yeah, it's totally. Uh, yeah. Exactly. No, I relate to what you're saying. In fact, you were talking about yesterday being Earth Day, and I was standing outside a supermarket, Trader Joe's. And they had all these posters outside and it was talking about all the things Trader Joe's is doing to benefit the planet mm-hmm. in terms of recycling and, and blah, 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 blah. And I didn't see anything about a plant-based diet. And I had this moment of, I'm going to go in and find out who made these posters and I'm going to go in and you say blah, blah, blah. But then I stopped myself because I'm not in that place anymore. Yeah. And I said, um, I'm going to hold on to this healing and this knowledge and see what to do with it. Do you know who Colleen Patrick Adreau is? Um, She's got a great podcast and she's like the joyful vegan and she's about. um, Oh, the joyful vegan. Yeah. 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 She's blonde, really attractive. Yes. Um, Yes. Yeah. So um, she's on with names. I'm really bad with names. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, you can picture her. Yeah. And she's all about compassion, but she talks about those stages and I happened to have a chance to talk to her yesterday. She was on Clubhouse, asked me anything. I was like, oh, okay, I have a question for you. I had a what would Colleen do moment. And I explained the story. And she said, <laughs> yeah, well, let that fire, you know, that fire. First of all, I, I, I realized as she was talking, we're, we're, none of us are perfect. In fact, there I was going to shop in Trader Joe's on Earth Day, buying yeah. things that were in packages, which is, yeah. you know, Driving your so, car, maybe, I don't know. Driving my car to get yeah. there and like all the plastic <laughs> on everything. Like, so I have a long way to go, first of all. So I can't start getting self-righteous. Yeah. And she said, maybe talking to the person, it might've been a corporate thing. So yeah. maybe yeah. talking to that person wasn't the right thing. And also they might've been like defensive, but she said, write a letter to the editor or write a letter to Trader Joe's or yeah. sort of like, don't squash that feeling but maybe find the right outlet for it. So yeah. I thought that was a really yeah. interesting outlook. Yeah. Yeah. Tell yeah. people about clubhouse. It's the newest uh, social oh, yeah. media, I guess. Right. It's yeah. Like yeah. Media. I want you to come on, Chris. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm on, I'm still trying to figure out how to use it. Uh, yeah. I, need um, help. So I think it's pretty amazing. So for a start, um, okay. So I uh, clubhouse, it is the new app. You don't see anybody. It's just voice right. and a tiny yep. little profile picture. And you yep. enter a room. There's all sorts of rooms to choose from that are going on at all times. So I like to go to rooms about food photography, about veganism, about cooking, about um, conquering my fear of public speaking or whatever it is. There's always yep. something interesting going on. For sure. And um, you can either stay in the audience or you can raise your hand and come ask a question. So I raised my hand in Colleen's room and asked that question. Okay. And yeah. it's a very democratic in the sense that when you're listening to a podcast, it's pre-recorded yeah. and passive. You don't have a chance to be part of the conversation, but you can really get right. in on it. So for instance, I wanted to learn how to do a stop motion video. Um, it's on my right. Instagram. I did a reel. I think I put it up yesterday the day before. I had no idea how to do it. I jumped in a photography room. I'm like, yeah. does anyone know how to do this? 
And oh, three wow. people told me, and by that night I had it. And I'd been trying to figure it out for weeks. It's like I could go straight to the experts rather than Google it and watch oh, videos. And yeah, wow. so it's great that way. And also I'm making so many friends and connections yeah. of people oh, cool. in the vegan world. The networking is incredible. Yeah, is it? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting used to it. Yeah. I've been listening and trying to. You oh, know, you have, yeah. And there's um, there's not a lot of sanctuary stuff, so it'd be interesting to just have a room. I know. for people to ask questions about. So you know who's on there a lot is um, Rowdy Girl. Rowdy Girl, her? okay, yeah. Rowdy yeah. Girl's on, and she yeah. does sanctuary stuff. So I think it would be okay. really cool to have a room which is based on sanctuaries where you're yeah. on, and Rowdy Girl is on, and yeah, that'd be fun. And also, I've seen like the executive director or something like for farm sanctuary. So there's a, I think you can have a whole room on, on sanctuaries. That would be oh, really, sure. really yeah. cool. It's, yeah. yeah. Maybe I'll put that together. <laughs> yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Cool. Well, mm-hmm. we're coming to the end of the show. Okay. And uh, I thought before uh, I said goodbye, you know, I, at the beginning of the show, I said I would put up a counter of uh, worldwide animal slaughters, you know, from when I started the show. Sorry, my dogs are out barking. Yeah. Um, so it's anyway, it's a counter that I started at the beginning of the show, and it and it's counting down how many animals were slaughtered since the beginning of the show to to now. And I'm just going to go down the list quickly because I think it's pretty shocking that in the 50 minutes that I started this, um, let's see, nine million fish have been slaughtered. Um, 6 million chickens, 55,000 sheep, 32,000 cows, and 150,000 pigs slaughtered just in the, uh, in the 50 minutes of this show. So, um, you know, we, we have Earth Day. Um, this counter needs to stop. And I hope, uh, I hope a lot of people start uh, becoming a little bit more conscious about what they put on their plate. Um, and I thank you for being on the show. I don't want to get all philosophical now. So I uh, just sort of wanted to throw those numbers out. You know, the numbers, I know the numbers, yeah, um, really. but it, it was great to meet you in person. Finally. So great to meet you. Yeah. Such a pleasure. Let's do this again. I'd love to. Awesome. I'd love to. Fun to and chat I- with you. Yeah, let's let's stay in touch for sure. And uh, oh, and thank you by the way for all those wonderful pig houses a few months ago. <laughs> yeah, I know. Wow, so those are awesome. We really needed them, so it was a perfect. Thank you for that donation. Really. Oh truly, yeah, totally really my pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. Let's awesome. talk and find out what else you need. Appreciate it. Thank you okay. so much. So I'm going to end the show there, and um, thank you everybody for watching. Uh, I hope you guys had a good time. I did. Uh, next week. Uh, I'm sort of still working out the show schedule. Petey's been the one barking in the background the whole time, by the way, if you keep hearing this dog bark. <laughs> it's it's my little annoying Petey dog. Um, uh, yeah, so great show today. Thank you guys for watching. I'll see you guys next week. I'm working on my schedule for the next uh, few months. Uh, next week, we start at 1 p.m. So we're moving the show to 1 p.m. next week. Uh, a lot of people said their lunch hours would be a little better if I did it later. So 1 p.m. starting next week and going forward. And uh, that's the end of the show. This is Chris Vane signing out. And remember, peace begins on your plate. Love you guys. Don't want the fun to end? Grab more refreshments. Then head over to the Goldilocks Productions YouTube channel.
With the huge selection of shows, the fun doesn't have to end. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, It starts to just taste bland and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just, I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.